state to state properties. This is Teddy DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. Hey, this is Bob Baffin. Hey, everyone, this is Rick Stein. This is the Honky Dog Man, the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time. This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in WWE. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world. This is Wrestling with Ideas. Welcome inside the CKDJ Studios for Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby Zach McGibbon. Alongside me, the music man, Colin Scully. Yeah. And uh, we got a lot to talk about this week, don't we? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Some people have been highly anticipating this review. I've got people talking to me, asking yeah. me how I thought of Backlash. I said, I'm going to wait for this episode because yeah. there's a lot to talk about from Backlash. You would tweet it do. You would tweet it out uh, that you hadn't really seen too much of it. Like okay, live. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't see the show live. I watched it Tuesday. Right. And the reason why I was not able to see it live is because I pulled a Sid Vicious. And you were playing softball. And I played softball. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody was able to get that joke, kudos to you. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, I, I pulled a Sid Vicious. I played I, softball. I did see it live. And I remember, I think I tweeted you just... Well, I can't remember what I tweeted you, but I remember tweeting you saying... No. Uh, well, I tweeted out, what am I missing from Backlash? And you were like, oh, you're not missing much. And then you tweeted back, uh-oh. Uh-oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I saw after the whole softball deal, I was at just after the Nakamura-Styles match ended. Oh. I saw the finish. And I could not have been more mad because I had a great day of softball, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a great game of softball. I was like five for six at softball, and I almost hit a homer, almost did, but I got a couple singles, got a nice couple catches in there, played the outfield in softball. So I had a good game of softball. So I was thinking, you know what? If I Even if I miss backlash, I'm prob- I've had this good game of softball. Nothing could possibly make me mad right now. Yeah. Holy crap, was this backlash show bad? Oh my goodness! Like I thought, like people were kind of overplaying it. You know what I mean? No, because I was—they really weren't. Because, because I, you know, I was like, okay, you know, like people are very upset about this. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> this was like I remember I I watched most of it because I was working. Yes, for most of it, but I got back. Uh, I believe I got back just in time to watch the entire AJ Styles match. Okay, I like it was a good. Like, the actual match itself was decent. Yes. But the finish just... Ah! Oh, my God, that finish. Okay, so let's 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 oh, get into some now, of the... Now that, you, now that you've brought up the list, actually, I remember seeing the uh, Elias segment. Oh, yeah, that segment. That was... Uh, <laughs> wow. All right, let's 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 calm ourselves down here. Yeah. Let's calm ourselves down here. We're already... We're already want to, like, rip apart this show. But yeah. uh, we got to keep ourselves calm. We got to keep ourselves cool. We got to keep ourselves collected because apparently, but then again, I've been told that Angry Me is very entertaining. It is. It is pretty it entertaining. It is quite entertaining. So I'm going to try. I'm a, I'm a pretty passionate guy, especially yeah. when it comes to professional wrestling. Yep. Oh, my God, this show. Okay. So, again, this is episode 104 of Wrestling With Ideas. Yep. Uh, if you listen back, I got a lot of good re- uh, response as well from the interviews we did with Sheldon Jean and MJF. Right. Uh, MJF, that piece of crap MJF, yeah. just so mean to Canadians, so mean. Um, but uh, 
we had some good feedback from those interviews and a lot of people liked the episode yeah. last week. So thank you everybody for this. Uh, boy, this backlash show, let's just go straight into it now. I just wanted to bring that up because it was on my mind and I needed some positivity in this. Cause, uh, let's go. Yeah. Let's start positively. Okay. So the yeah. opener was really good. It was. The opener was really good. Seth Rollins versus the Miz for the Intercontinental Championship was very good. It was. Yeah. I liked this match. I thought it was a great match. Rollins is on another level of a worker right now. He has been having yeah. some very, very good matches. And it all it's seems so to have stemmed around from that Raw where he went like over an hour in that gauntlet match. Right. And ever since then, he's just been on fire, man. It's been yeah. awesome. It almost, uh, Rollins right now is reminding me of Rollins after he uh, pulled off the heist of the century. Yes. At Mania 31. Yeah, like Rollins' quality of matches has really improved since he actually won the Intercontinental, the inter, the IC title. The IC title. Oh, we're 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 already having I'm a just, stroke. In I'm here. just so mad. <laughs> I can't talk because I'm so mad about how bad Backlash actually was. So, so it really, there's just a lot of questionable booking decisions about this Backlash. So, I the one match I after this with Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. You know what? I understand the story that they were talking, yeah. telling here. I wasn't expecting five-star classic, but it's like, you know what? At least Nia Jax won, right? Yeah. It would, she was supposed to be the one to win, and fortunately, that was the one that happened. It wasn't the, the greatest match, but no. I didn't think it was bad. I just no. think it did its job. It was, yeah. The, <sighs> oh, but I have mixed feelings about the entire... Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss storyline. Yeah. Well, yeah. General. I mean, the storyline, the way the build, they build it, it's really tough to get behind because it yeah. is, you know, it, it really is, you know, real world sort of. And a lot of people like it hits home to a lot of people, so yeah. you really have to execute that well. And they've yeah. done okay. Like the last, the most recent moment of Bliss segment was probably the best one. Yes. Um, I just hope that this leads to a last match at Money in the Bank mm -hmm. where Nia just absolutely kicks the living crap out of Alexa Bliss and that yeah. puts Alexa Bliss yeah. back. I don't know. But apparently she's hurt though. So right. there's a shoulder surgery uh, that okay. she's, or something like that. I believe it's her shoulder. But okay. So she is out for a while. So I, yeah. this so feud's gone. So, yeah. So. Let's uh, let's say in the Raw women's is there gonna be is it just gonna be a women's money in the bank or is there gonna be a Raw and a SmackDown? Um, I think it's a Raw. I think it's Raw and SmackDown, but there is a women's money in the bank. Okay, so actually, I'm trying to remember from Raw and SmackDown. Was it unilateral? I didn't watch SmackDown this week, so I didn't well, watch too much I, Raw. The only thing is, is that I think last year when they did it, it was um, it was a Raw SmackDown deal. It was just one. Oh, right, because it was SmackDown. It was just SmackDown, right? Yeah. Oh, and they're just doing the qualifiers. That's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that would that would be hard to pull off four ladder matches. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it is a unilateral sort of deal. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let's let's talk into some more of the meatier parts of the show. Meatier. Yeah, but how much... Uh, after the first match, how much meat, so to speak, really is there on the show? I, I, I want to talk about this United States Championship match because the storytelling for this... Going into the match was like there was none. Like yeah. what's what's why are Orton and Hardy fighting? Other than it's a nice little nostalgia ever piece from two thousand nine. Ever since Jeff Hardy came back mm -hmm. and he's he's just kind of been arguably ever yeah. since Jeff Hardy really came back back at WrestleMania thirty three. Yeah. He's been a jobber. 
honestly. Yeah. And I know that's, well, here we go again. I haven't had many unpopular opinions lately, but there Mm -hmm. you go again. He's probably been a jobber for the last year. Yeah. And there hasn't been any storyline. Like with Jeff Hardy, like I guess the the last real match that had a little bit, an ounce of storyline was Jeff Hardy versus Jinder Mahal at Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. And the only reason that that was a storyline is because he had a whole thing with AJ Styles and the United States title. Right. But Randy Orton, they just, (coughs) it almost seems like Randy Orton... Really has nothing else to do. So, hey, throw him in I, there. I, I, I want to get behind Orton. I really do. Yeah. But I'm so critical of him because, and you know what? Kudos to him because he doesn't really have to go 100% all the time and he makes a lot of money. But, oh, my God, if I have to see Orton mail in another performance, another wrestling performance, I'm going right. to lose my mind because I am so tired of seeing. Orton is so smooth. I want, yeah. I want to preface this right now. The reason why I get upset with Orton is because I know he can do better. Yeah. Like, look at Rollins and Orton a couple of years ago. That was a great match. Yeah. I just, it's like, he, he, there's no motivation from Orton. Like, and, no. and and I understand why. It's like, it's not like he's got a great storyline going into it's it, not, so he can't really it's work not his. It's not his fault, though. Oh, I know. None of it's his fault. But I just think, it's just like, I, I that Hardy-Orton match bored me to death, which is, which is, it's sad because it's, Jeff Hardy, one of the more exciting, exciting, charismatic enigmas in in WWE, right? You're bringing and, TNA into this now. Well, <laughs> but it's like you know, it's just yeah. I, I I was appalled that it could be not that good. Yeah, I just it, it, it felt it felt wrong. <laughs> it did. It felt wrong watching us like like Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton, two thousand nine. Yeah, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Legacy, Randy Orton. Yeah. That would have been a match that I would have liked to have seen. Yeah. But with WWE booking Randy Orton as poorly as they are now, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, I mean, I guess, yeah, because before before Backlash, we had both said, or I, myself at least, had said that I was finding it very hard to be excited for this. Yep. And I am now, because of this, I know it's hopefully, hopefully Money in the Bank is better. Yes. Oh, I, I, I. Hopefully. I'm, oh, they've they've got ladder matches in this. I, I can almost guarantee you it's going to be better. I can almost guarantee you it's going to. It be all better. depends on who they have in the matches. The, the, though. the thing that's infuriating about this, like you just look at this, okay? So the Elias concert, it was a segment. I really didn't care for it that much. No. Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. I there's there I can already see it now because the way they've been working this this is again I'm gonna let my bias be known here I'm a big Daniel Bryan fan I right. love Daniel Bryan as am I I I was a lot with him on the journey to WrestleMania 30 I'm invested in him he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time right I'm gonna let that be known okay so right. that that way people understand that I'm not trying to push an agenda okay I'm just giving my opinion right I am not. There's already people starting to cast some doubt on if Daniel Bryan is still the same worker. And I find that completely unfair, mainly because of the matches he's been put in. Right. He, he's not, he's in, he, he was in a tag match with Shane McMahon versus Owens and Zayn, where he w- didn't even wrestle the majority of that match. It was right. all Shane, even though Shane had a, had a freaking injury in his stomach. I don't even remember what it was, but it's he should have, a hernia. And then, you know, you, you got him. I thought his matches on SmackDown were, were good. They were. They were good. And and you and now you got this match with Big Cass, and this was not good. This match was not good. No. It wasn't. Like, it's like, 
and I understand Big Cass is coming back from injury as well, and he's a bigger guy, and he doesn't have as much wrestling experience with Daniel Bryan. But like, yeah, I hope to God that they. I understand, you know, they could put Daniel Bryan to different things, but they gotta understand the star that they have. Right. And that's the infuriating part about this. Yeah. Is because Daniel Bryan, we know he's a big star. Right. We know he's a big star. He's his yes movement has transcended into some of the pop culture. I'm not saying he's a pop culture icon or like a well, macho man or, or or a Hulk Hogan, but he's but he's popular. People know who he is. And they're putting him yeah. in these mid-card feuds already. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not saying no. put, put him to the world title right away. One yeah. second. I'm not saying put him to the world title feud right away. I understand you got to build to back up. You got to build that storyline up. Mm-hmm. And I like this and I and I was somewhat invested in this big cast storyline because right. it made sense. And I'm glad that Brian won, but this match, the match quality, the in-ring, it's just like, you know, you got to I've already seen them cast some doubt. There's already some preconceived I remember during that hype that people were starting to turn on him because they're like, oh, he's just a bunch of kicks. It's like it's a lot of crap. He's not yeah. a bunch of crit. He's not a bunch of kicks. Sorry, not a bunch of craps. Not a bunch of kicks. He he could do submissions. He can do in-ring work. He's a very underrated promo. I will say this right now. I think he's a very underrated promo. He's yeah. had some very good promos. The one that sticks out to me was his promo against John Cena just before their SummerSlam 2013 match. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like... Don't cast him out just yet. Right. You know what I mean? So that one was annoying to me. Yeah. Because it's like, because, and it's like, at least he won, so it's okay. Yeah. But uh, it's just this, I'm not, I, I just can't believe Big Cass in his heel role yeah. right now. I just See, don't believe it. No? I don't believe See, it. Just to play devil's advocate here, okay. man. Because I agree with everything, with yeah. 100% of what you just said. Yeah. Just to play devil's advocate for a second here. Do you think that this, the quality of this match and then the aftermath of that, what with Big Cass mm-hmm. destroying Daniel Bryan, Yeah. do you think they're using this as sort of a thing to build Big Cass back up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely a thing to build Big, pa- big, big Cass back up. Yeah. Big you, Bass. <laughs> big Bass. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that, like, if they do more with it, that Big Cass is a viable heel. He's not believable. No. I, I don't believe it. So I'm do sorry. you see him more as an Enzo muscle type thing? I, I don't see this heel. T- it, it doesn't scream to me. No. He doesn't scream. Like, he, there's do no conviction. Do, so do you think he's more of a tag team guy then? I, I think he can be a singles guy. I think he could get over. I don't think his bike skills are that bad. No. I just don't think he's believable in his role right no. now. Which is unfortunate because there's ammunition there. Like, Big Cass was announced to be cleared the same day, the same day that Daniel Bryan was announced to be cleared. Right. That's great motivation. I'm sure Cass doesn't really care. He's happy for Bryan in real life. But you turn that into a storyline, great. You know, there's something there. But it's just, it didn't work. No. And then before we go to commercial break, I want to talk about this SmackDown Women's Championship match. Why? Because it's like... (laughs) Uh, it's this, this is this, there's this nothing is, went right in this. Okay, so one second here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One sure. second here. So I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm trying to maintain some cool here. So because it's because it's like I I'm pa- I I like the product. Okay, and yeah. I, and I know there's people that go out to different podcasts and they're like, oh, you take it seriously. He's like, you know what? I like this. You know what I mean? Let me. Yeah. Like it's okay to critique stuff. There's yeah. nothing wrong with critiquing things. No. 
it's just like it's like you want enjoyment out of it, right? Right, right. But it's hard to enjoy something when there's no enjoyment from it. Yeah. So, so this SmackDown Women's Championship match, Carmella had been hyping up on her Twitter yeah. that you know she hadn't had a singles pay-per-view match since 2016, and that she was going to prove people wrong in this matchup. Boy, was she wrong! Boy, was she wrong! And this it's is- it's disappointing because it's like it's a good work with Charlotte Flair, but nothing about this worked. First of all, this match was not good. This was far from good, and they, they yeah, it's just. This is what happens when you put a belt on Carmella. I am sorry. I do not believe in Carmella's in-ring skills. Her yeah. mic skills, sure. Yeah, they're decent. I thought I I thought I thought her I thought those skills were good. Yeah. The finish to this match sucked. I hated this finish. Cuz they tried to do the deal where Charlotte did the moonsault, she lands on her leg, she hurts, she tweaks her knee. But and then and then Carmella gets the pin. Yeah, bullcrap. First of all, why would you? Charlotte yeah. just beat Oscar, and her undefeated streak at WrestleMania, and then a month later, Carmella, who's just in the, just starting out her feud. I understand you want to get her off strong, and you don't. You still want to have Charlotte some reasons to go after the title. Yeah, but Charlotte's been Charlotte's out now. Yeah, it's, but like she beat her clean. She beat her clean. Yeah. Why? Why? What's what's the decision making behind that? You know what? I, like I like there was like I understand like clean finishes to get somebody over, but like why this? But was is this the, really a clean finish? Was yes, this clean in the middle of the ring pinned? Yeah, but obviously there's raises behind it, but she but it's all it's Charlotte's stupid fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it makes her look silly. You know what? You want to know what I want to see with this is um, with Paige, right? Yeah. How she just left and become the SmackDown general manager, therefore declaring absolution dead. Yeah. Carmella, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't a good... I'm, I'm going to go off and say this. I do not believe I said this before. Carmella isn't a good wrestler. Let's yeah. face it. Okay. She's good on the mic. Yeah. Carmella is the new leader of absolution. Yeah. It could happen. You never know. They're both. They're all on SmackDown now. <coughs> you never know. I don't know. You never know. Anyways, we're gonna take a quick commercial break here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll talk more about this backlash show. And uh, this was just not a good show. No. It just wasn't a good show. No. It, it really wasn't. We're just gonna go through that there. You're listening to Wrestling with Ideas right here on CKDJ 1079 Ottawa's new music. Hey, this is MJF, and you're listening to Wrestling with Ideas. Unfortunately. Goodbye. Because my name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I'm better than you. And you know it. I'm not a narcissist. It's only a little flame. I'm not a arsonist. It's only a little pill. I'm not a pharmacist. It's only a little love. I'm not a narcissist. I feel marvelous. I'm feeling better than I am. And ever welcome felt. back inside the CKDJ I mean, Studios for Wrestling with Ideas right here on CKDJ 1079, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby Zach McGibbon. Alongside me, the music man, Colin Scully, and uh, we kind (laughs) of had a little bit of a rant at the beginning. A little, it's going to continue. Well, maybe for some, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and tone it down because I I I get I just sometimes my passion kind of shows too much a little bit for this. So so I I want to try and keep it you know fair. That's what makes it fun though. I guess that's what makes it fun. But anyways, oh this is going to be tough though. Let's talk about Nakamura Styles. Okay. Um, 
So first of all, the match itself before the finish was I was invested. I yeah. was invested in what was going Out on. Out of the three matches that they've had recently on pay-per-views. Yeah. This this was turning. I liked that no DQ stipulation. Yeah. I liked how it was coming in. It seemed Styles, like a good idea. Styles I, got cut on his cheek. Yeah. I liked I liked how everything was going. Yeah. Um, and uh, the theme of this was Nakamura constantly going for the low blow. I liked that. Yeah. I liked that idea. Yeah. But then... The finish. So you had so you had Nakamura do one uh, low blow, right? Right. And then you had Styles go for his own low blow, and then they fight a bit more, and then they come back out, and then they both kicked each other in the crotch. Yep. And you're like, and at that point you're like, oh, these guys are really laying into each other, right? Mm-hmm. In a no DQ match, the ref counted a double countout. In it's just in, 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 let, let's just let's 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 say that again. In a no disqualification match, they got they had a double count. They had a double count out. Um, I'm not sure who was was that Jason. That was, was that Jason Ayers that was the match that was the uh, ref referee. For that? I don't know. No, probably is. Yeah, because like, I'm sorry, because Jason he works great matches. Yeah. He was, I, that's that's not a referee. That's a that's a WWE call. Yeah, but like that's a that's a it's just like uh, so with this with the, with this finish. I just like I was talking with a buddy at work uh, actually last night as we're recording this. Big wrestling fan. We were talking about the pay per view, and I told him there's a rule of three in wrestling. In my opinion, three matches. You can have the first match be a screwy finish. You have the second match be, you know, they're so close, but then something happens, but you build it up, right? And then the third match to me is the payoff. Now, there are exceptions to the rule. I get, I understand there are exceptions to this rule. You can do five. You could do a best of seven. But the rule of three is usually where you want to go with wrestling. You get a three-month feud out of it, you're happy. Unfortunately... This feud does not is not exempt from the rule of three, in my opinion, because it was not booked that way. You started off with the the finish to the match, which just kind of came out of nowhere and kind of deflated right. everybody. Right. You get the second part of the match, a second right. match, which was getting a little better, but then you the have the double count. Still, still the finish was still a little iffy. And then you do the third match, and then you you. Put a stipulation to this already. No DQ to stop this sort of stuff. And then it happens again. Yeah. At this point, you deflated the audience to the point where we're talking Nakamura and Styles, and they don't want to see another match. Think about this, okay? Wrestle Kingdom, I know, New Japan. Wrestle Kingdom, people were excited to see the match. They had a great match, right? Yeah. They built it up well. And, and people were excited for the first match. How two, you know, future Hall of Famers, right? already in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, whatever, both get multiple four-star matches, some five stars. And you, you have them, people not interested in another one of their matches. That's, I'm sorry, that's, that's not good. That no. is, that's terrible booking. Like and you I can't. Guess- like you have two talented guys in Nakamura and Styles, and they're trying to build this up, but you've killed it to the point where you made people upset to the point where it's like, I don't want to see this again. 
Yeah. Because that's because uh, there's no desire to see more. You don't leave the audience wanting more. You just yeah. leave the audience dead. You leave mm-hmm. them deflated. Like with a it's, think of it like a balloon. You blow a little bit more into the balloon in a, into a feud, right? You blow a little bit in. You let you you let some go. You blow a little bit more in. And then finally, you want to get it so that the balloon is fully full, but you they're like they're about to pop for it. You know what I mean? Right. They want this, right? Right. That's how I think of it, like a balloon yeah, and the yeah. rule of three. No, I, I do not see people wanting another Nakamura Styles feud. No. And I don't think I think people are going to be iffy about it. And all they're going to look for is is there going to be a screwy finish instead of wow, I'm going to get myself a great professional wrestling match. Right. And that's not good. No. Unless uh, if that's what Road Dog's going for, wh- or whoever is booking this, yeah, then you know what they booked to a charm, but it's it's there's just some like like to me this entire show in general. You have guys like Styles, Nakamura, Rollins, uh, even Reigns. I know you don't like Reigns, but he can get it done in the ring. Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode. You know you have these guys on the roster. And you can't even get, like, you have one of the worst shows, in some people's opinion, in the last five years with oh, that talented roster? It was one of the worst shows in all of 21st century, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, in terms wow. of WWE. I, I still the think... Only thing, the I, only thing, in, in my opinion, right, the only show that was worse than Backlash 2018, Dis- December to December 2006. That was the... That, that, that was show the, was bad. I remember, th- yeah, that show was pretty bad. Um... I, I still think that's the worst I've seen ever, to be quite honest. Yeah. But uh, this show, I didn't think it was horrible. I thought there was some good stuff. I think the finishes just deflated everybody. Right. And I think just some of the booking decisions and some of the matches, like, it just didn't yeah. flow. If we're talking about uh, finishes that uh, sort of deflated everybody. Oh, or should we talk about uh, Joe and Reigns? I think so. Oh. I, it, 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 you're going to hear a lot of people talk about this is, like... They've booked Roman so bad ever since that WrestleMania right, match. Right. He should have just won at at Mania. Yeah. There for some reason WWE is trying to do this storyline where they're trying to delay the inevitable, but people don't want the inevitable. They want something different. Right. And, and I don't understand why WWE keeps delaying it. Right. Like and you can't. Like you can only delay it so so much. Again, yeah. it's it's that rule of three. It's 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 like, but in this case, nobody wants this. And it's so bad to the point where people were leaving the building. Right. Now, that's that should be a wake-up call. It probably won't be, but it should be a wake-up call. Right. Because Reigns, I, I know you don't like Roman Reigns. See, no, okay. I know I've been bashing Roman Reigns in the last little bit on, yeah. on my, during my time on the show here. Yeah. I was a fan of Roman Reigns when he first, when the Shield first split. Yeah. I still have hope for Roman Reigns. Me too. But the only way that I see myself liking Roman Reigns ever again is if he gets a heel turn. Yes. Before the well, end, well, now more the than end ever. of 2018. Yeah, now more than ever. I mean, it's just like, it should be this wake-up call. It, sh- it should be. It should be. But well, it's not going yeah, to be. No. They've, they've, they've put four WrestleMania main events for this guy. Four. I think five maybe. Is they got Reigns Taker, Reigns Lesnar twice. You got Reigns Triple H. So yeah, four. So right. soon to be five. Probably. Soon to be five. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully he gets his heel turn before then. Maybe. I I want to see. I, I, he's I, not going to turn heel. They're no. not going to turn him heel. No. People, we've been wanting him to turn heel for years. He's not going to turn heel. 
They, they he's there's I if if he turns heel by the end of the month, I will be shocked. If he's, he turns heel, do you think he gets one of those like you know how Miz, for example, Miz and Rusev, yeah, are heels, yeah. but they're really well liked by the yeah. crowds. Do you think if Roman Reigns turns heel, he'll get a like he'll get like a likable reaction from yes. the crowd? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Unless he does something completely dastardly, like, like to me, like you could have turned heel, her, turned him heel at the Undertaker stop, where you just have him beat him. You oh yeah. I mean? If you want, you want your next big heel that nobody likes, you have him do that to like the Undertaker at his right. WrestleMania main event right, last right, year. Right. Um, it's just like you know, like people just genuinely do not like this guy, which is un- again unfortunate because, you know, I think he's, I personally believe he's a good wrestler, but I just don't. He's just not relatable to people, and no. I feel bad for Samoa Joe, but I don't know what they were thinking in terms of, let's just do multiple rest holds in this match for antsy crowd in a main event. Like, it's just, and you have the crowd literally chanting. Like, I understand they don't give a damn about uh, wrestling chants. They don't care about wrestling chants. But really, the if you really don't want WWE... To, you don't like something about WWE, especially the Roman Reigns stuff. Don't buy tickets to their shows. Don't right. buy their merch. Don't buy like don't invest in them financially, right? Because WWE takes notice financially. Just look at the Snickers deal with Fabulous Moolah. Yeah. I know that's those two extreme parallels, but it's like I'm just saying it as a comparison. There's it's financially motivated, right? Why like they took away the Fabulous Moolah stuff? Because Snickers, their advertiser that they paid money into the show, said, "Hey, we're getting this backlash. We don't like this backlash. Change the name right now." We don't like this backlash. Uh, we don't like this backlash either. No pun intended. Um, and so it's like, I felt bad for Joe here. I felt bad for Reigns. Uh, you know, you got beat the traffic. When do you get traffic. beat the traffic chance? And I understand that's not going to make a difference to them. No. They're they're just take it as a oh another antsy crowd here at, in our travels, right? It's just yeah. it's it's so it's just there's so many there's so many rest holds in this, and yeah. I I don't mind a rest hold, but there's so many rest holds in this. In a it's just it just goes to yeah. show that WWE still doesn't understand about their main event scene and who the fans really want to see. Now, could they go, go forward with a Seth Rollins? Could they, could they good go forward with a Seth Rollins? Could they elevate Daniel Bryan again? Again, join my bias here. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. That could work. I could see that being a WrestleMania main event. 35. Probably. Daniel Daniel winning the rumble. I could see it happening. And Roman Reigns, let's say hypothetically, right? Yeah. Money in the bank or uh, SummerSlam. Yeah. Roman Reigns finally beats Brock Lesnar. Right. He then actually is put over because he actually wins the title for once. Yeah. And then they start a feud early. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say Hell in a Cell Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. They start a feud between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Yeah. Then, at the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. you have Daniel Bryan win coming in at number 30. Mm-hmm. Then Roman Reigns comes out and does the whole Ronda Rousey thing from Royal Rumble 2018. Mm-hmm. Then you have Daniel Bryan maybe winning the title. Yeah. Or you have Daniel Bryan turn heel, which I would love to see another Daniel Bryan heel. Oh, uh, man, I, I don't know. I don't know if a Daniel Bryan heel turn would work in this. No. I, I, I just, with r- the way Reigns is reacting, I, I think Daniel Bryan is still viewed as a positive fan favorite. Right. 
I think it'd be really tough. That's when I heard. That's when I heard when they were planning on doing a Daniel Bryan heel turn for that Shane McMahon feud. I was like, please God, don't. That's gonna turn. They are going to get so royally screwed out of that. It's not even funny. Yeah. So, ah, uh, it's just like. There's just it, you cut you came out of backlash and you just didn't feel good about the show. Right. You just didn't have this good feeling about backlash, and and funny enough, they got a lot of backlash for the show. Obviously, this was not a good wrestling pay per view. There no. was there was barely there was one really good wrestling match, and then the rest was just it's just there doesn't seem to be a plan. They seem to have stopped at WrestleMania and they don't know where to go moving forward. Right. And they seem stuck, and they've booked themselves in a corner with Roman to the point now where he's just so hated to the point where fans are, like, leaving the building. Right. And that should be a sign that soon that people are just not going to pay tickets for it. Um, so I just – this this backlash show was not good. Yeah. I was – I was I, thank God I missed it for softball, which it's really sad to say because it's like I, I'm a big wrestling fan. But, right. like – I I'm never going back to this show. Maybe only for the Rollins Miz match. Maybe maybe because I did like that match, but everything else, it's like it's just it just shows the way that WWE is going right now. There's no long term plan. Oh, the only long term plan is Roman is the guy, but the 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 reason why the Attitude Era and the and 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 the Golden Age Era and even the New Generation Era and the Ruthless Aggression Era were really good was because they had solidified their main event scene. And I think WWE has a solid main event scene. I think they're, it's okay. It's, it's, it's all right. Not the same star power. In terms of in-ring ability, they're fine. Their mid-card is a shambles. There is, the mid-card is so sporadic and so scrambled that, like, when you go back to the Attitude Era, it's like, he's a mid-card guy, but I like cheering for this guy, right? It's so sporadic. Their mid-cards in the Golden Age era were fantastic. You mean, you got Hulk on top, you got Macho Man, you know, you got Andre, you know, you, you can interchange with some of the different top guys, and then you got your nice, solid mid-card, so you could do, like, a Mr. Perfect, right. you could do a Bret Hart, you could do a Razor, you could do a Shawn Michaels. Ooh, Bret Hart on the mid-card, Shawn Michaels on the mid-card. I'm talking during the Hogan era. Okay. So yeah, sorry, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, during the Hogan era, Bret Hart was mid card, but he was moving his way up. Right. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and it almost feels like we should have that because earlier you had mentioned the guys like Braun Strowman. Yeah. And then Braun Strowman, Bobby Roode, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, them. Right. Yeah. They they've got a whole cast of characters, so it's it it shocks me that they could have a pay per view this bad. Yeah. Shocks me with the in ring talent that they have. What with it also being both. Well, what with it being the first ever co-branded pay-per-view. It's almost like they hadn't yeah. actually told us that before. Yeah. Even though it's not the first co-branded. It's not. It's, as they've done it before, but yeah. maybe maybe the Like first, the last two pay-per-views were yeah. sort of co-branded. Like, yeah. I mean... Not the first major co-branded pay-per-view. But even then, like, it's just... I don't know. Anyways, that... that I mean, that's backlash. I mean, you know, you... you, you Obviously, we're a little later on this than others. Yeah. A lot of people have already set their vitriol. A lot of people did not like this show. They said it was one of the worst shows they've ever seen. I didn't think it was that bad, but it wasn't good. Right. By any stretch of the imagination. Um, it just kind of shows some of the problems that WWE has in terms of their long-term booking. I mean, even some of the short-term stuff, it's like, why would you do that? But it's like, just it's it's frustrating to watch 
all that talent be squandered? And I think that's why people are upset. Right. Because there's so much talent that they have there. But otherwise, you know, it's like, what what else are they going to do? Exactly. What, what are they going to do with Ronda Rousey? I'm not sure. They have her partnering with Natalia. She's coming out to save Natalia. I don't mind that. I don't mind that, but it's like, you go from like Triple H, Kurt Angle, Stephanie McMahon to where Natalia, no offense to her, but the way she's been positioned on the women's roster isn't so high. Right. So I I don't know. I I'm I bet you they're hoping that Ronda Rousey's affiliation with Natalia, that with Natalia's affiliation to Rousey, sorry, that it helps elevate her as well. Right. But I just I don't know. I I, I just they're they're gonna do fine no matter what. They're gonna get yeah. this new TV deal and they're gonna do great with their money. There's not going to be much change. They're going to continue with Roman, whether we like it or not. I find it, it's been five years in with the main event of Roman Reigns. Right. Four or five years. Why would they change? They, they've already committed to this. They're going to continue to commit with this, which is unfortunate. But yeah. with that, we're going to take another quick commercial break. Yeah. Uh, we're going to collect our thoughts. We're going to, we're going to uh, be a little bit more somber. Um, we're going to talk uh, a couple more things of wrestling, maybe some more upbeat things in wrestling. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 1079 Ottawa's New Music. Hi, I'm Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express, and you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas. Back inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon, and alongside me, the music man, Colin Scully. Yeah. And uh, we are going to change gears here. We're going to get out of the negativity of Backlash yeah. and talk some of the bright future. Because I mentioned during the Backlash rant, I guess we'll call it now, um, that uh, WWE is going to do fine in terms of their future outlook. And the reason why is because of the rumored new television deal that they're going to be getting soon. Um, so, and the reason why is we're going to talk this new story. Now, it's talking about the UFC. Right. But it'll be interesting for WWE because obviously they're going to look at UFC and what they're getting and what they could possibly get. Right. So, the UFC recently made a new agreement deal with ESPN. For some exclusive live content for ESPN Plus, which is their streaming service. Right. And, of course, it's also going to be across a variety of ESPN TVs, social media, digital platforms. Um, So, apparently, both ESPN and UFC have agreed to carry 10 to 15 fights on its direct-to-consumer ESPN Plus platform. This is coming from the Sports Business Daily. And uh, they report that ESPN has agreed to pay $150 million a year for five years as part of the deal. A television agreement has yet to be finalized, but the thing is... So, wait. I'm not much of a UFC guy. Yeah. Am I understanding it correctly that UFC is going to be paid by ESPN? Yeah. $150 million a year Yeah. for fights on a streaming service. Yes. And they, they do have the fight pass, but what they're going to do is you pay a little bit more to have fight pass included with ESPN+. Plus. If that makes any sense. Interesting. Um, so now the interesting thing about it is UFC is already on a $120 million deal. So they've already made more money and they haven't even talked about television yet. Wow. So this is $150 million So the $120 million is including the television? Yes. This th- 
the deal they're on right now wow. with Fox. So they're at 150 million just for their content alone, which is insane. So they still have to get television. Right. So uh, that'll be the thing to look for, right? And the reason why that's going to be a thing to look for is if if they get a big money number deal, mm-hmm. whether it be the rumor is that apparently ESPN and NBC are going to work together uh, and combine for a $300 million deal, 150 each, which could be mega money for UFC. Right. Um, if that ends up happening, then uh, WWE must be very happy with how things could go because they can make more money on, on a television deal as well because they are currently as well in the $100 million range, I want to say. I think so, yeah. And they're looking to go bigger. They're also looking for like 250 300 million. And Fox is apparently willing to pay that money because there's a lot of content to WWE and they get high ratings. Right. Um, and so, you know, people talk about, obviously they're recently, they talked about that big ratings dip in, on Raw. It's their lowest Raw rating uh, of 2018, but it's right. still high if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's still quite a few people watching and because Fox uh, carries out to more people on their networks, their numbers will probably go up. So, right. so there's there's a lot to be gained if WWE gets this TV deal with do you, Fox. Do you see WWE getting this TV deal, TV deal with Fox in 2018, or is it going to? Uh, it's 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 they have to get a deal uh, by the end of 2018, I believe. I think they're open to get a deal, but the television deal itself with USA Network. Uh, ends in 2019. Okay. So, uh, but they're right now able to uh, talk with uh, other networks about a t- potential television deal. And so obviously they're going to drive up their price. And the reason why this is interesting as well is their stock price has gone up and they recently hit $40 a share for the first time in company history. Wow. So uh, it's, it's, it's big money for them right now. Uh, and the reason why the, the money's so high right now yeah. is because a lot of people are anticipating that television deal, Sounds and they're cool. and they're expecting something big from it. So, if if something big comes out of this, that that stock price is going to look really good. And plus two, if the network continues to grow, and if uh, they continue producing more television content, and however this next television deal goes, this next couple of years could be really profitable for WWE. Sounds like I need to make some investments. <laughs> Invest in some of that WWE stock. Yeah, man. But uh, man, if you got if you got them at their lowest point, I remember when they were fifteen dollars a share. If you got them at fifteen dollars a share, you must be making. It's almost like Bitcoin killing. right now. Oh, I know. Well, at least at least it's a little bit more stable than Bitcoin. Bitcoin's just like up and down and up and down. It's WWE seems to be more up 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 right now. But yeah, I guess. So it's interesting the way this is all transpiring, man. I I think this is going to be some big stuff for WWE, obviously looking at this UFC deal. And this is not even a television deal. This is just a streaming deal. And this is a lot of money. And ESPN is willing to shell out all that money because ESPN is not doing great right now. They're bleeding money. So to be able to get that sort of money, ESPN needs some content. And so they they that's why they made that heavy investment into UFC. So it's it's again it's just interesting, man. This is this is gonna be some interesting times for the WWE and where they'll go from right. here. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. 
you're excited for it. Uh, and I think I think it'll be a good thing for WWE as well to just have that bigger platform to yeah. spread their content towards. So, do you think if they get this TV deal, they keep their same commentators? Oh, that's a good question. I am not sure. Um, I uh, I'm not sure. Uh, probably. Yeah. I, I I would assume they would keep well, their one, thi- one thing's for sure. If they get if they get it with Fox, coach is gone. You think coach is gone if, if well, they yeah, get because he's Fox? with ESPN, right? So no, he's he's out of ESPN. Is he, he? He got fired. Yeah. Oh. He's that's why he's with back with WWE. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he because he got fired from ESPN. Okay. So, so there's there's no worry on that. No. Um, but uh, I still want to see him. I don't like. Why do they have coach? Uh, the he's, stuff that he's been saying. Yeah. Like I like how Corey Graves is trying. Corey, you can hear it in his voice, yeah. in Corey Graves' voice, that he's trying so hard mm-hmm. to help coach out, but it's not going anywhere. Yeah. You know? Like oh, it, well. Yeah. Oh, well, that's 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 a different story for a different day, but that's just something to keep an eye on. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk some injury update news. Uh, top women's star uh, is currently going as an injury right now. We'll talk about that, what it could have an impact for future storylines. Uh, we'll see what happens there. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9 Ottawa's New Music. Hey guys, this is Flip Gordon, and you are listening to Wrestling With Ideas. Look in the sky, when you fly on the man ride. I see you try, but you're running and you can't. I know. Here we go, time for the man, time for the show. Dive in the stands, climb up the ropes, wherever they land. Nobody knows. Watch out for that aerosol. Here you go, man, here's your loss. If this the game, I'm the boss. And welcome back inside the CKDJ Studios. Wrestling with Ideas right here on CKDJ 1079 Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby Zach McGibbon. Alongside me, the music man, Scarlet's. The music band Colin Scully. And uh, sorry, I've done like tons of audio today. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a ton of audio. There's a, there's a surprise podcast episode that's going to be dropping. You know what it is, but don't say it. I will not. We'll keep it a surprise. All right. And uh, we'll, when it drops, people are going to love it. Oh, I, I, for sure. People are going to love it. Um, so, but, uh, speaking of also, but here's something that they're not going to love to hear. No. Charlotte Flair is currently injured apparently, and is going to be undergoing surgery to repair a ruptured breast implant. Uh, so there's no confirmation on, on when the operation will take place. Um, but apparently Flair is going to hold off on the surgery until the tour of, of Europe that is kicking off this week. Um, this is being of course reported by PW Insider. So it's interesting because Flair qualified for the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, so what does that mean for her status going into it? Uh, obviously, Money in the Bank coming up. I think this is going to be a significantly better pay-per-view than Backlash. Hopefully. I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying that. It's hard to go wrong with two ladder matches in the same show. I think so. they're doing three. Yeah, with a possible tag team uh, Money in the Bank, right? Yeah, I think, I, think, I think that's confirmed. That's confirmed now? For next... I believe it's for next week. So, um, so yeah, three so three ladder matches. I think they'll be fine <laughs> in terms of that. Can't go wrong yeah. with a with a crash derby ladder match. No. So, um, but the only thing that I'm a little is that they're having it's a six. The tag team is a six man match. Yep. Or six one, women. It's one representative. The tag team ladder match. Yes. Is one rep from each tag team. Yeah. I would have. 
kind of like to have seen something where it's like both. Maybe, like, maybe a tornado like, tag? A tornado tag, yeah. Excuse me. I don't know. I'm allergic to your ideas. Are you? <laughs> um, but then, uh, then why are you wrestling with them, Gibby? Mm, good point, good point, good point. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, in terms of this, though, in terms of the Charlotte Flair deal, yeah, uh, that we'll, we'll probably hear more about it soon mm-hmm. on what this means if she's going to be in uh, this ladder match because, you know, a, a ruptured anything is bad enough. But you add in a, a ladder into the equation to this match, I wouldn't take the risk. No. So um, especially with some of the moves that Charlotte does, you know, uh, you know, a twisting, you know, a twisting moonsault, moonsault. Uh, I, uh, I, I fear for what uh, she would do just trying to brave this injury and put on a hell of a show. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, this, that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, we're not too sure what else right now is going on as we record this. No. Uh, if they announced anything on Twitter or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it for sure. Yeah. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 1079 Otter's New Music. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back. American males, American males, American males, American males. Daddy! I buff out the stuff and the girls just can't get it done. This is Buck Bagwell, and you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas. <laughs> Welcome back inside the CKDJ Studios. Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. And that's going to do it for us, really. We're going to yeah. get to your questions. And, of course, these questions come from us from at no excuse, Jonathan Skuse. Is he going to be like our question guy? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. He's He always sends in some very fascinating, interesting questions. Um, so let's just go into the first question I have here. If I miss any uh, Mr. Skuse, uh, Mr. Jonathan Skuse, I apologize. Um, but uh, I'm just going through my notifications um, and just making sure I've got everything under control, which I think I do. So let's start with the first question here coming from at no excuse, Jonathan excuse on Twitter. What's next for the Ascension makeup remover, NXT release tag title feud. Do they become henchmen for what of WWE's many heels lake of reincarnation question mark. A lot of questions in that tweet. What's yeah. what's next for the Ascension for you? You, you actually responded to this on I Twitter, did. but let's bring that over uh, yeah. uh, onto the radio show. So, Honestly, I'd like to see a Finn Balor heel turn and then a demon Finn Balor returns just because it kind of works mm-hmm. with the whole Ascension thing. And then they put it and then with them putting Ascension over, yeah, it could help. Yeah. Now, whether that is either before or after they on like align them with Finn Balor with Finn Balor. Yeah. I can't talk either today. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But <laughs> I kind of, it, it could work. Yeah. I like that idea. Um, for me personally, um, I think the best thing for them is just to kind of put them back into NXT. Yeah. Um, kind of do an Emma route where it's Sanity. like you realize nothing's going uh, too great for them. So you send them back down to NXT. Maybe you revamp their character a little bit. Um, I'm sure that the NXT tag title division could uh, 
tag team division, I should say. She could mm-hmm. really use another tag team in there yeah. right now. So I think the and you have already had the storyline being that you know, as the Ascension were one of the longest running tag team champions in NXT history. Right. So you could put you already have something there, and you can put them in. Uh, against some of the up-and-comers like Heavy Machinery, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the uh, Undisputed Era, or you know, some of those different tag teams right. that are down there, right. and you can and you can have them do feuds uh, and just kind of build up some more credibility to the tag teams. So I could see them doing that. I do like your idea actually, though, mm-hmm. of doing like a fe- Demon Finn Balor, um, especially That'd be another if, Sanity feud, is, Sanity versus the Ascension and Demon Finn. That'd be cool. You're a, you're a big Sanity fan. I am. I don't you're, know. You've, you've, you've professed your love for them here on this yeah. program. But then again, I've professed my love for Ryback on this show yeah. in the past. Uh, I'm, a, I'm still a Ryback fan. I still yeah. think Ryback rules. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think I still personally believe he could have been a big star oh, yeah. at WWE. Without, not question, over. without question. And you may not like his in-ring work. I do. You like I am a fan of his in-ring work. I thought actually his last match with Kalisto there, yeah, was actually was actually pretty good. Yeah. So, um, let's go to the next uh, Jonathan Skews question. Uh, the next one here: uh, Who was a better half tag team champion, Nicholas or Judy Bagwell? Hashtag Judy Bagwell on a poll. Hashtag wrestling with ideas. See, I'm not. Uh, this is honestly I've never heard of or seen the Judy Bagwell thing. Can you explain what that was, please? <sighs> Judy Bagwell and Paul, which ended up being on a forklift. This is classic WCW 2000. Vince Russo. Um, oh, well, okay. Judy that, Bagwell that, Judy yeah. Bagwell was uh, obviously is actually uh, Buff's legitimate mother, like real mother. Okay. Um, and uh, she got involved in a wrestling feud back in the day. And so in order to fight for her tag team service, she won the tag team championships in WCW. With Buff? Not with Buff, with somebody else. I think Shane Douglas or something like that. WCW 2000. Right. Um, and I remember there was a there was a Judy Bagwell on a pole match, which was really a forklift, and you had to take her down from the forklift. WCW 2000. That's Vince, all I really, really well, say. Well, Vince Russo. And Vince Russo. Yeah. With that, I think that's it for our show. Not not too much of a lengthy show. No. We really just kind of delved really deep into Backlash. We yeah. had a lot to say about Backlash. Um, so, also, I'm on uh, this week's uh, Parts, Parts Unknown WrestleCast again. Yeah. So, uh, so, let's talk about that for a bit, and then uh, we'll, we'll end things off. So, this week, I did... This is only the second episode or third episode, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I managed to get a couple of interviews. Yeah. So, in the first... I'm going to be doing a little bit of a champion series of interviews on yep. the show. Uh, the first one being Mark... Or, sorry... Derek Roy. There you go. Big Daddy D. Roy. Yep. Who's the current big time pro wrestling champion. We yep. talked a little bit about his time in... We talked a little bit about his uh, title win, actually, mm-hmm. in that table spot. Yeah. That table spot. Uh, and then the second one as well, we talked with uh, current... I guess you can call him the Canadian belt collector. Yeah. With uh, Benjamin Tull. He's yep. C4 underground champion. He's going to be defending it against Chris Dickinson at They Live. Yeah. That's, That's going to be an be, interesting oh, match. Oh, for sure. Uh, he's current. He's uh, one half of the IWS Tag Champions out in Quebec with mm-hmm. Les Brasseurs along with Matt Falco. And he's also the NSPW Champion. So that was definitely a very interesting interview yeah. as well. 
th- those are some very good gets, Mr. Colin. That's going to be all the parts unknown WrestleCast. Of course, we're going to be talking as well on the WrestleCast as well. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Any anything yeah. else you want to plug quickly? Uh, no, no. All right, no, sounds good. Uh, so you can listen to Wrestling with Ideas, of course, every Thursday on CKDJ 107.9 FM, right here in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Oh, we- I guess I guess there is something else then. That oh, okay. just reminded me of something. Uh, are you c- are you cutting me off in the middle of my promo? Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Parts Unknown Russellcast is going to be making its radio debut oh, on yes. Sunday. So oh. I'm sorry, but the Parts Unknown Russellcast will no longer be uncensored. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, but yeah, plus, so every- plus we're also now into a ratings war. Yeah, we're hey. competing with each other. WCW. So wait, what am I doing? Laid you on my show? Get out of here! Get out! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. Of course. So Sundays from 11 to 12, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Nice. And CKDJ 107.9. There you go. And that'll get you some experience as well in terms of uh, doing wrestling shows and uh, putting yeah. them over the air. So uh, just kind of manning them and all that sort of stuff. So listen to that. Uh, you can listen to Wrestling With Ideas every Thursday, 6 p.m. on CKDJ 107.9 FM. If you want to listen to older episodes of the show, you can go back to our archives at wrestlingwithideas.podbean.com. There's old interviews, exclusive interviews with the likes of Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, Jake the Snake Roberts, Rick Steiner, the current NWA world champion Nick Aldis. Uh, there's a lot in there. Yeah. WWE Hall of Famer Ricky Morton, Dan Severin. Uh, we recently did an interview with MJF which is uh, quite an interesting interview. Oh, to say the very least. Um, so there's a lot of interviews in there. Yeah. Uh, so definitely go back, listen in. Buff Bagwell, we did an interview that with as one. well. Um, Justin Roberts. So there's definitely a lot of uh, there's a lot of content in there. Yeah. Uh, of course, over 100 episodes strong and continuing to go stronger. Yeah. And uh, a lot of great stuff here on the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Roz Gibby. You can follow him at CD underscore the music man. Yep. Unless you've changed your Twitter handle I have again. I not. I think I'm okay. going to stick with that. Okay, perfect. Good. That's good. Um, so CD underscore the music man, or you can follow the show on Twitter for all the latest updates, whether it be on Podbean, on CKDJ, or on YouTube at Wrestling Capital W Ideas. Of course, listen back to the archives, wrestlingwithideas.podbean.com. Uh, you could also like us on Facebook, Wrestling With Ideas. We're very active on there. Uh, Instagram at, as well, at Wrestling With Ideas Radio. You could send in questions to the show, Wrestling With Ideas Radio at gmail.com. We'll read your questions over the air as well for that. Until then, guys, have a good one. You have just listened to the greatest wrestling show on the planet. If you want to listen to older episodes of the show, including full interviews, make sure you check out Wrestling With Ideas on Podbean and on the Podbean app, or listen to us on our new SoundCloud page. We can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and many more. Make sure you keep on tuning in every Thursday at 6 p.m. to wrestle with ideas.